Come on now. What's going on, everybody? Your man, Noel Sosa, in the building for uh, an episode of a sit-down with Sosa. That's what we're calling this, a sit-down. You know, that was the name I picked for this, sit-down with Sosa. I mean, we are sitting down. We are. We are. And you are Sosa. And that is true. So I can see how you put that together. You, you're very, very creative. You know what I mean? Very original. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's supposed to be, right, in, in the culture, right? When you have a sit-down, you're having an important meeting, an important discussion about Sorry. things. And I don't know how important this is, but to me, it means a lot uh, because you are one of my favorite people, a good friend of mine. We work together um, and you have been a big inspiration for me. And ladies and gentlemen, let me just go ahead, give him a proper introduction here. (laughs) Give him a proper introduction so we can use all these sound effects that we have. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, from Independence Realty Group. My man, Henry Washington, is in the building. What's up, Henry? What's good? What's good, man? Thank you for having me. This is... This is good. Is this is it? How many? Is this the official first interview? You've I done? mean, so this is this is the first one that that we're recording. We're not sure when it's going to be released. Okay, but this okay. is the first one we're recording, so it's quite an honor. Okay, man. even if you don't release it first, I'm still going to say that I was the first interview for the show. Oh, no, you are. Okay, Th- there's there's no taking that away. I appreciate that. Man. I appreciate that. <laughs> there's no taking that away, man. Brother, how you been, man? I've been fantastic, man. It was a beautiful day today. Got out on the course with me today. Got out to play some golf. Got my butt kicked, but you know, oh, come on. Now. It was it was a good time. Well, hey, listen, man. I, I, I getting out there, especially on a day like this, this time of year, that's a gift, man. That's right. That's, that's right. I'll gift. take it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, man, thank you for taking some time to come sit with me. You know, uh, like I said here when we were kind of opening up the mic, uh, you've been a real big inspiration for me. Uh, just kind of seeing your journey, man. I mean, how would you describe? I don't know what the last five years of your life. <laughs> yeah, man. That's about that's about right, man. It's been. It's been nuts, man. So, you know, for those who don't know, I'm Henry Washington. I am a real estate investor. I mainly buy properties, fix them up and rent them out, but we also fix and flip, so we'll fix them up and sell them too. Um, you know, I got in the game of real estate five years ago on a whim. You know, I was, I was, uh, I was in a tough place financially, right? And, uh, you know, kind of as the story goes, I, like in my life I had tried to do and I thought I had done all the things that people tell you to do, right? right. I got good grades in school. Hmm. I went into college. I got a degree. I got good grades in college. I got out of college. I got a good job making good money, right? And I still found myself in a place where I felt like I didn't have any money, man. A lot of that was due to poor financial education, right? Sure. Uh, financial literacy isn't taught in schools. It's got to be, you know, it has to be learned through some other channel. Um, and so I, I didn't know how to be responsible with my money. And so, uh, oftentimes I had lifestyle creep. I would spend more, if not the same as what I made. And so it doesn't matter if you make six figures or, you know, $10 an hour more than you make, you don't have anything. Right. Um, so I was really good at doing that. And, uh, I was okay with that lifestyle. And then I got married. Ha <laughs> Game changer. Game changer, right? And uh, I quickly learned that my wife was not okay spending more than we made (laughs) week in and week out. You were cool Uh, with it, but she wasn't. Right. And so (laughs) what happened was, man, I had a wake-up call. I had a couple of wake-up calls, but the first one came when not too long after we got married, we wanted to buy a house together. The bank basically called me and said, hey, man, we'd love to loan to your wife, but you can't be on the loan. Wow. Credit's no good. 
just wasn't bringing enough to the table financially for them to consider me someone that would be worth them loaning to. And mm-hmm. that was a big, you know, punch in the gut. Right, man. Because I wanted to be this provider. I'd done all the things in life I thought I was supposed to. Now it came down to me being able to support my new family. And I couldn't do it in the way I thought I was supposed to be able to. So uh, that one was tough, man. That was a tough That was a tough blow for me. And so it caused me to do some thinking, some reflecting. And then um, the other wake-up call came literally as a wake-up call. I was, I had a panic attack at 3 in the morning. Mm. Um, after a conversation with my wife, we were talking about our future, right? And, and that's supposed to be a fun conversation when you're speaking with your new spouse about, you know, what your dream home's going to look like and yeah. how many kids you're going to have and where you're going to go on cool vacations and all this stuff. And I just kept thinking, man, I, I didn't even get to be on the loan for this house that you're letting me live in right now. Mm. So how am I supposed to be able to afford any of these things that she deserves? Right. And so uh, I had a panic attack, freaking out, three in the morning, sweating, just just sad, man, because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know how I'm going to provide for her. She deserves it. I can't get it. And, you know, you know, you know, you panic, you know, she's oh, yeah. she going she gonna to do the math and figure out like this isn't what I wanted. And, and, and then she'll be gone. Right. Right. And obviously none of that was true. Right. But, those, you know, that's the, the way your brain talks to you sometimes. Especially so, the fellas, man. We, right. we feel like, man, it's got it's all on our shoulders. Yeah, man. Right. It's a right. lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And um, and so I started Googling at three in the morning. You know, how can I make some extra money? Because for me, that was the solve, right? If I could make more money, yeah. then I would have the money to be able to do what we needed to do. And so um, when I started Googling, what I started to see, Sosa, was words that I had never paid attention to before, words like cash flow and <laughs> passive income. Right. And, like, the, the concept of passive income or money that you make – by not having to actually go trade your time to make it, like it, ma- it it makes itself whether you're doing something or not. Right, right. Like I was like, yeah, that's that's what I need right there. Right? <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> that's what I need right there. I don't think there's anybody yeah. who, who says that's not for me. Right, <laughs> right. And so, I, I, as I started to research these concepts more, the common denominator among all these words I kept finding was owning real estate. If you own real estate, you can get passive income. If you own real estate, you can get cash flow. If you own real estate, you can get appreciation. If you own real estate, you can get tax benefits. Like all these things that eventually add up to improving your bottom line. And so I was like, all right, well, let me look into this real estate thing, man. And what I learned at three in the morning through my extensive (laughs) panic attack research was that um, normal people own real estate. Just normal, regular, everyday folks. I'd never thought about that before. Right. I thought rich people and corporations on real estate. And so I I, <laughs> I ended up watching a video of some 20-something-year-old kid. And the, the concept of the video was uh, how to create your dream life through passive income. And uh, he basically was saying, look, I've got 20-something rental properties. And that 20-something rental properties gives me enough passive income that it pays for my life's expenses. It pays for you know, my Miranda mortgage, it pays for my light bill, pays for my car note, right? All these things. He was like, financial freedom isn't about being a multimillionaire. It's just about making enough money on the side through passive income to cover your life's expenses. Once those expenses are paid for by something that's not taking up your time, then it frees up your time for you to go do whatever you want. I mean, yes, that sounds incredible. Henry. Right, right. <laughs> right. And, and, and I think a lot of the times what people think about financial freedom is they just think, 
Well, I need to have millions right, in order to not have to go to work. Right. And that's not true. You just need to look at your expenses, figure out how much you need a month to pay those expenses. That's how much passive income you need. That could be five rental properties. That could be two Airbnbs. That could be you know, a couple of cars on Toro, right? It's, there's all these ways to make money now. And when I started to look at it from that perspective, the, the mountain didn't seem as high anymore. It seemed like something I could climb. And so I made a decision at 3 in the morning that I was going to figure out how to buy property and be a real estate investor. And I had no idea how. I still had bad credit. I still I only had $1,000 in my savings account. But I decided there was nothing else. I was going to figure this out because all these other people had figured it out. And why can't I? You were all in. All in. You made that, you made that decision at 3 in the morning. 3 in the morning. This is what I'm going to do. That's it. So real quick, because there's so much to cover here. Yeah. Um, Let's just say five years. Yep. Five years ago, three in the morning happens. You have this thought, this decision that you made. How's life right now? It's good, man. Retired from my nine to five. Hold on. He just said retired. Yeah. <laughs> five years ago, he woke up at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, retired from my nine to five about a year ago, a little over a year ago. Was able to retire my wife. Um, we own about 80 rental properties. 80 properties now. Yes, sir. 80 rental properties. We flip maybe 10 to 15 houses a year. Are you in this local market? Are you beyond? I'm all in Northwest Arkansas, a little bit in Missouri. Is that right? That's it. Takes a special person to live in misery. <laughs> <laughs> I kid all my Missouri fam- my family over there, man. It's all good. It's all good. No, they know too. And I, they get it. <laughs> you can buy wild turkey at the corner store, right? You know. <laughs> but, but no, well, congratulations, man. I mean, can can we get a man a round of applause for that? I mean, that's I appreciate that, man. I, that's a quick snapshot from right. five years ago, right here. Right. Obviously, you had to do the work. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That part is true. Still doing it, right? Um and, and don't get me wrong, it wasn't it wasn't easy. Right. Um, but it's achievable and doable. And literally anybody can do it. You don't have to have fantastic credit. It, and now I wanna I wanna ask you about that. You yep. say anybody can do it. Anybody. For sure. One hundred percent. Anybody who's got two ears who's listening to this thing right now, yep, they can do it. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. They may not, you know, there's aspects of the business they may not want to do. Right. But as far as your ability to do it, right, anybody can do this. It, it doesn't take a college degree. It doesn't take some advanced knowledge in something that's going to take you years to learn. It's not that. You can learn how to do this a little bit before you get started. Most of it you're going to learn on the fly. Um, it does take money to buy real estate. The beautiful thing about real estate is that it doesn't have to be your money. <laughs> okay, it's got to be somebody's money. It's got to be somebody's money. But it doesn't have to be yours. 100%. So if I'm over here thinking this is something I want to do, but I don't have money, you're saying, hey, that's okay. Right, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You don't have to have money. or There is a way for you to invest in real estate if you don't have a lot of money and if you don't have phenomenal credit right now. There's multiple ways. Um, and, and I think what holds people back is they make a lot of assumptions about because uh, what most people think about real estate, they think about traditional real estate, right? Like you talk to a real estate agent, you look at the houses that are available on the open market, and then you put in an offer, and then you get that offer accepted, and then you buy a house, right? Right. And you get a traditional, conventional, or FHA loan. 
The experience most the, people have, the right? The experience most people have. That is not what I do. Okay. Right? I'm buying off-market properties. So I'm buying properties that aren't listed for sale because I have to buy them at a discount. Okay. Right? And so the, the, the key to any investment strategy, whether you want to buy rental properties, whether you want to fix and flip houses, uh, or whether you want to kind of flip paperwork or be a wholesaler, which means you're somebody who goes and finds deals at a discount and then sells those deals to investors. Right? The key to any of those strategies working is you have to be able to find a good deal. You've got to buy something under market value. And the interesting part about the market conditions right now, interest rates are up. Right. And the financial uh, and financial times are uncertain, right? Right. Inflation is high. Yes. Things cost more than they used to. Right. Um, and so when financial times are difficult and the cost of money is expensive, that creates difficult times financially for people. Mm-hmm. And a lot, of, a lot of the times, people need to sell their house in order to get the cash to do things, live life, right? Whatever they need to do. right. And a lot of the times, there's people in situations where they need to sell, and they just can't. Um, you know, there's tons of people out there right now who need to sell their house, and it's super hard for them because their house has a lot of distress um, and they don't have the money to fix it. And right now it's harder for agents to sell houses because there's more inventory on the market and the cost of money is higher, which means there's less buyers. And so agents are having to work harder to get a sale and make that commission. And so if they've got an option between listing your house, which needs a lot of work and it's going to take six months or so maybe to get an offer or this one that's fixed up in good condition that I'm going to have to work not as hard, and I'll make more money because I'll sell it at a higher price point. You know, they're not going to want to list those difficult houses. And so that's the opportunity where I come in. I come in and I buy those difficult situations, typically at a discount. And then I will put the effort or the sweat equity, not the sweat equity because I'm not doing the work, but I will put the <laughs> equity into it by fixing it up. And then we'll look to sell it or rent it. And so. I, and, and I love yeah. real quick, not to just cut you off there, yeah, but uh, I love how uh, through a lot of your content. And by the way, you do a tremendous job with social media. Thank you. Uh, uh, real quick, where can folks find you? Let's plug that since we're talking yeah, about it. I'm at the Henry Washington on Instagram. The Henry Washington. And let me just warn folks right now: if you look up Henry, there's a chance you're going to run into one of like what 50 <laughs> fake pages. There's so many fake ones. Like, what is that all about? I guess uh, once you get to a certain level, certain followers, people are just trying to somehow scam folks or something. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to get you to you know invest in their crypto scam or something, <laughs> something like that. Something, yeah. But the Henry Washington yep. again. Watch the spelling. Make watch sure it's spelling. all spelled correctly. Yep. Uh, the Henry Washington uh, on Instagram. I yes, love sir. the content that you do there, and I love the little things you do, like these little, I don't know what you would call them, just just ideas, hacks. I don't know, yeah, but it's yeah. like, man, if you just do this simple thing to this property, yep. your value goes up. Yep. There's so many little different things that you can do to get so much more bang for your buck out of your investment. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just trying to make the information uh, easy to understand, yeah, and make people feel like. It's attainable for them. Sure. And that's kind of what I, I'm trying to do with social media because, you know, we tell ourselves we can't do stuff a lot of the time because right. society tries to tell us we can't do it. Right. Or we only know the traditional way to do things. Right. And there's not there's a, there's always there's always kind of like a dealer's way to do things. Sure. Right. Like, sure. yeah, going to buy a car is a big pain in the butt. Right. It's a, it, you got to deal with salespeople and you're looking on the, the retail market, you find that you got to go and negotiate and all these things that are a big pain in the butt. Uh, that's not how car dealers buy cars. Right. 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 
right? There is a way for you to get cars at a discount. Right. So that you can then go sell those cars and make a profit. Okay. Right? So I'm doing the thing that helps me find properties at a discount so that I can sell them at a, at a, at a higher margin, right? There's a way that stores go and buy product that they sell in their store. They're, Walmart's not buying retail price product and then selling it for retail price. Right. Right? They're figured out how to go direct to the sellers, to the to the creators of the product, and get bulk pricing so they get it cheaper so that they can sell it at a higher price point. Right. You can do the same thing with real estate. You can go direct to the seller. You can get the product cheaper so that you can add the value to it yourself. Right. And then sell it. It, it takes work. Right. So, so it's not it's not easy, but it's you can do it. And I think that's where people struggle is they they just figure I can't. I don't have the money. I don't have the credit. Sure. And it's overwhelming because real estate's a big like asset class. Right. Um, but for me, I just simplified it down to, to two things, right? If I want to buy property um, and use real estate to make money, I need to do two things. I need to solve the money problem, which is how am I going to buy all these properties? Because I don't want to, if I got to put 20% down every time I buy a house and I'm buying a $200,000 house, that's, that's a crap ton of money to put down every time, right? Um, so how do I figure out how to buy properties without having to use the money in my bank account? And the other problem I needed to solve was, how do I find enough of these deals, these under market value deals in order to buy? But if I can get consistent deal flow and I have a way to buy them without using my own money, I can buy as many as I want. And that's how we leveraged and scaled. I found a way to work with small local banks to finance the majority of my properties. And then I found a loan product that only requires me to put down 15%, sometimes less, and they don't care where that down payment comes from. So I'm able to borrow that down payment money from other sources. Maybe I borrow it from a line of credit on another asset that I own. Maybe I borrow it from another investor who's got money sitting on the sidelines and they'd like to invest it. Maybe I borrow it, borrow it from grandma, right? Right, right, like, right. People have money they're willing to lend you. The cool thing about these products is I can borrow it from anywhere. So I figured out how to buy properties without using my own money. And then I figured out how to find properties at a discount. And I've just been going hard ever since. I mean, it almost sounds like you found a cheat code in a way. I mean, it's it's not it's not cheating. It's just, I guess, what they say works smarter, not harder. That's right. That's wow. right. That's right, man. You just it, it, it was all about, it, and I think it, it gets overwhelming for people to think about. Well, I don't know how to go find these deals. Right. That's true. Right. You don't. Right. But you also don't know how to do anything you've never done before. That's true. Right? You go, go try swinging a golf right, club. Right. <laughs> You're doing things right now that you're good at that at one point you didn't know how to do. Very true. Right? And so stop saying, I don't know how to do it, or I can't figure out how to do it, and start saying, I will learn. I will figure this out. Right? And so I, my way of figuring it out was, like, I just, like, I'm no super genius. I was just like, look. There's people out here in Arkansas that are investing in real estate. If I can find them, I'll just be around them a lot. And, and hopefully I'll learn something. Well, you know what's incredible about that? Uh, something that I really wanted to talk about with you is one thing I've noticed, um, what you just said. I feel like you pay that information forward a lot. You're always inviting people to learn from you. You're always, I remember, I'll never forget, uh, how long ago was it that we did that event together? I was emceeing for you. Was that a couple years? Uh, a couple no, years ago, right? Yeah, maybe a little over a year. A little over a yeah. year. Well, I remember uh, hosting that event and you were up there just dropping gems and there was a guy in the back and I forget him, I follow him now on social media too. He says, he said, you giving them the game, Henry. <laughs> yeah, he said, you giving them the game. Yeah, man. So, 
what is, I mean, some people have the attitude of like, I have this information. I'm going to hold on to this information. Yeah. I really don't want anyone else to have this information because I want to be the one who can benefit from it the most. Yeah. I feel like you've taken the opposite approach. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, that came from, well, the stories kind of go hand in hand, right? So I didn't know how to do this. And so I figured who does? Somebody does. If I can find those people, I will just be around them always. <laughs> they won't be able to get rid of me. Yeah. And so I literally Googled like real estate investors in Northwest Arkansas. And I found these meetings and these meetups where they meet like monthly. And I went to every single one, every time they met over and over and over. I didn't know what to expect, what was going to happen, what I was going to learn. I didn't care. I just wanted to be around people who were doing it. And, 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 what people don't realize is like we as people are the sum parts of like our five closest friends, the five, the five people we spend the most time around, right? It's human nature. We take on the characteristics of those who we spend time around. We can't help it. And so if you're intentional about who those people are, it helps you understand what's truly possible and what's not. I, I heard a story of a guy who his very first real estate deal, he bought a, you know, several hundred unit apartment complex for his first deal. And they were interviewing on this podcast, and they asked him, they said, what? why did you buy an apartment complex for your first deal? I mean, most people start with a single house, and then maybe they buy a duplex or a quadplex. And then, you know, years down the road, they may look into getting into an apartment building, maybe. But, like, right. why would you start with that? And he said, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> All of my friends that I hung out with every day owned large apartment buildings. And so when I wanted to get into real estate, I just bought an apartment building because that's what he saw as possible. Yeah. Right? And so if you were wanting to change your outcome, change your financial future, change the, the financial direction of your life, look to the five people closest to you. And if they're not financially where you want to be, you need to reevaluate your circle. Wow. Right? I heard somebody say, uh, if, if you are the smartest or most well-off person in your circle you're not in a circle you're in a cage oh wow right like you need to be the person who's learning from everybody around you and so you know that so that you know that's what's possible so anyways i surrounded myself with people who were doing it so i could learn what to do i started to just build really i went to these meetings so frequently they thought that I owned a bunch of real estate and did a bunch of deals, wow. <laughs> right? Like, because wow. I was consistently in the room around Yeah, people, yeah, you right? were in the mix. Right, like, so they just assumed, like, I was doing deals. So when people would ask me, they'd be like, yeah, well, you know, how, how many deals have you done? I'm like, I've never done a deal. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it was shocked. Right, yeah. Because when you put yourself around it, like, the, it's expectation. People think you're a mover and a shaker, too. And that's good, right? That's a good thing. So then now, they're like, well, we got to help you. <laughs> like, we want to help you get there. That's cool. Right? And so um, I did that. And so when I found that lead on my first deal, I was able to take it to them and say, hey, is this truly a good deal? And they were like, yeah, it is. And I was like, great. How the heck do I buy it? Here's my financial situation. I only got $1,000. And they helped me brainstorm how to get this thing bought. They brought me ideas to leverage money or find money that I didn't know was a thing. We actually ended up borrowing against my wife's 401k mm -hmm. and using that money that we borrowed out of her 401k to buy the property. And it turned out to be an amazing tool to be able to get into real estate. But had I not put myself in the room and talked to these people, built the relationship so that I could ask the questions, I would have never known. Because I would have just assumed when I had this deal that, hey, I don't have the money, I can't buy it. And that's what most people do. Right. Um, golly, I mean, again, you had the 
you know, you went ahead and went for it, yep. right? You started putting yourself in these meetings, these places. You started, you know, getting, you know, what I call the OG FaceTime with yeah. people, actually looking yeah. at somebody, you know, talking to them. And, I mean, I guess you were fortunate as well, too, right, for them to be so receptive? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's not always the case, right? It's, it, it, yeah, so it's not always the case. But with uh, what, what I found with real estate investing as a niche, most real estate investors want to help you. Really? If you're truly about learning that business and getting into it like it's a very very helpful community of people there's enough houses to go around man there's houses everywhere it's not like we're you know you're not gonna run out of homes to buy sure. right? and it's collaboration over competition most times and i just try to keep that attitude myself um and so it's it is a very helpful community of people um but to to circle back to your to your question about like helping people and sharing it yes um once i bought that first deal that i used that 401k loan so, like, to put some perspective, I had a panic attack. Between the panic attack and when I bought that very first property was 90 days. Wow. So I did a lot of learning and a lot of networking in that 90 days and then leveraged that network to help me figure out how to buy that house. And so to, to, to so what happened was I bought a house. I paid 115000 for it. It was worth about one hundred fifty to one hundred sixty at the time. And so I uh, used my 401k loan to buy it. And I went to a local bank to help me finance it. After I bought it, the bank called me and said, hey, this was such a great real estate deal. We would like to finance more deals like this if they're going to be this good. And we will give you a line of credit on the equity you have in that property so that you now have some cash that you can use for a down payment for another deal. Small that you bank. Can bring to us. Small bank, small local bank. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay. And so just like that, after 90 days previously, I was having a panic attack because I didn't know how I was going to take care of my family. Right. And then now I owned a cash-flowing rental property. I basically used Monopoly money to buy it. And the bank called me and said, here's $20,000 more. Please go find us another one so we can do this again. When you have $20,000 staring at you in the face and 90 days previously had a panic attack about not being able to take care of your family, like, that's mind-blowing, dude. Hey, man, come on now. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. I, I literally changed your life. Changed my life. And I knew it. I knew it the second we closed on that property that my life was changed forever. I'd found the thing that was going to help me not just build up some cash flow to be more comfortable, but to help me retire my wife, take care of my family for the rest of our lives. And um, it was a good feeling. But the feeling I remember feeling the most was an overwhelming sense of responsibility hmm. because 90 days previously, I was freaking out. Right. And I know there's people like that all over the place. And, I, the and I had done things well. Right. Like I, had, I was making six figures in my day job. Like I was doing financially well, like in most people's cases. And there's people out there who are way worse off than me sure. who are saying, like, I don't know how to get out of this. And so the feeling I felt was just like, a responsibility to share this with people. I felt like God was telling me, this is for you to share with others. The information that you're learning, the wealth that you're building, I'm allowing you to have so that you can bring others with you, so that you can share it with other people. It's not for you, right? And that's how I view this. I don't view this as for me. I view it as my responsibility to share it because if you can help other people, that's truly what life is about. That's truly what's the most rewarding. And so that's why I started my social media, not because I wanted to grow some page that was going to have a bunch of followers. I just was like, I have to put this out here so people know that this is an option. There's got to be other people freaking out like me and they can do this too. Yeah. And it's just the page is just 
gone crazy. Gone crazy, yeah. yeah. I mean, you've got 50 of them now. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, listen, Henry, he, he does this thing where he just doesn't even really know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're conscious of it. But you like I call you, I, I, we call it, you know, dropping jewels, dropping yeah. gems. Yeah. So every time he does that, I'm like, and every, every time you hear that, just know, yeah. circle back around what he just said right there. Right. Okay? We're, we're going to install that for the rest of the episode here. Right. Uh, obviously, there's some other things I want to talk to you about here. Yeah. Uh, but again, just using a snapshot from going to the Panda Attack 90 days later, you've got 20 grand and a property, all these things going on. And again, here we are today. We were able to enjoy, what is today, a Tuesday? Yeah. We are able to get out there, go play some golf, nice weather day. Yeah. Um, you're driving around in a, a very nice vehicle. <laughs> yes. yes. Can, can I say that? I sure. Mean, it's sure. okay, right? Yeah. Um, it, by the way, do you ever put that on Turo? Yeah, you know what? I should. I should put that on Turo. <laughs> look, look, at, look at that. You dropping jewels yeah, already. I'm, I'm, Boom. Just, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, you I mentioned should. it. I thought maybe that was something you were doing again. Yeah, no, I should. Again, passive income, right? That's, that's, right, that's what you do. Uh, let me know when you list it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's got to feel good, right? Uh, to be able yeah. to to uh, those those things in life, right? That you're able to do. Obviously, the home, yeah. the, the the security, the 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 independence, right? Independence, realty. That's right. I mean, right. I'm, I'm assuming that's you know where the name comes from. That's 100 percent where the name came <laughs> from. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. By the way, dope logo, dope dope hat. I feel yeah. like every time I see you, like maybe like I'm twenty percent, I'm actually rocking the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's dope, I love Thank the you. love Thank the logo, you. and and just love what you do over there, man. Let let me ask you this: You said something. You said you don't you don't need to have you know you, you, it's going to cost money, but it doesn't have to cost you your money. That's right. We're talking about credit here. Yeah, credit, um, lines of credit, uh, equity, leveraging equity. Okay. Um, there's business credit. There's loans from family and friends. Sure. Like there's people don't realize that they have more access to money than they think. Right. So you would be surprised at how many people you know that or, or said differently about how many people that know, like, and trust you that would love to lend you money in order for you to go pay a down payment on a property that's going to produce some sort of income. So real estate investing is, it's a business a lot of people are interested in, sure. right? HGTV has made it popular, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, but it's also a business that I think people think is riskier than it is. Not that there's no risk involved, but there is absolutely risk involved, right? Right. But you can educate yourself and take super calculated risks. Um, and I think that, uh, and so what I was able to do when I, when I was first getting started, I would have the bank fund about 85% of my, of my real estate purchases, mm -hmm. which means I need a 15% down payment. I've borrowed money from other investors in that network that I met. If they're flipping houses, they're probably sitting on cash. And cash in the bank makes what? 0 0.2, 0.1%. Right. Yeah. Right? Um, if they like, know, and trust you as an investor, um, I borrowed down payments from other investors and just said, hey, let me borrow $15,000 that I can use to buy this house with as a down payment and then when I sell it I'll pay you back your $15,000 plus an extra two right there you go and so I give them some of the profit for letting me borrow that money and then I didn't have to use my money to borrow it right so so, so you you built the network and you tapped into it to make right. sure that you could yeah but you could acquire what you needed to we, we've also borrowed money from relatives we had a you know my, my grandmother-in-law mm -hmm. heard what we were doing and she was like I, you, 
what kind of returns that you were able to give people? I was like, well, if you let me borrow 15 grand, I'll give you 17 back in 90 days. And she was like, all right. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> right? Passive so, income for right, her. Right. Right, right. And so it was just sitting in an account. So every, we did a few deals where we just borrowed the down payment, did the deal, paid her back. Borrowed the down payment, did the deal, paid her back. I had a friend from back home who had a great job and was just sitting on some money. And she told me she wanted to get into real estate. And I was like, well, if you're not ready to actually do a deal yourself, you want to let me borrow 15, 20 grand for down payments? And she was like, sure. So we... We did a deal, and we started paying her back, and she was calling me saying, you have another one? Can we do it again? Can we do it again? <laughs> so right. you, you, you generate, uh, I guess, when people start seeing what you're doing, right? Because yeah. I, I feel like the hardest part is always getting it going, right? Yeah, getting right. off the ground, getting educated, and, and, and obviously having the, you know, uh, the drive to actually put it in action, yeah. in motion. But once you get it going, people around you probably starting to get excited. Oh man, yeah. People want like like people were asking me. Right, they would call me and say, "Hey, do you have any deals? You know, I've got money sitting on the sidelines. It's just it's costing me money. It's inflation's at nine percent right now, or eight eight and a half percent right now. Right, so money sitting in the bank is losing you eight and a half percent." Here's something I really wanted to ask you. Uh, by, uh, by the way, I needed to hit that right there. Because I mean, listen, yeah. you, you know, great information, great uh, way to put a, a, almost a visual right uh, of how this really works, right? Yeah. Puts this thing together. But let me ask you this, and this is more, uh, I guess, on a different level. How important is representation? Because I, yeah. like, I believe yeah. you, you referenced to, you're yeah. like, I, I can't. This isn't. I've never thought of doing this. We don't think about doing things that we don't see people like us doing. Right? How important is that? It's huge, right? Um, that, in all honesty, like that was the part of that responsibility that I felt after doing that first deal. Yeah, is that, you know, like most people, most brown people, don't have that aunt or that uncle that you know yeah. owned a bunch of property and can teach them about financial literacy. Right? right. Like it's, it's true. just. I mean, it's changing. Thank it's, God. Yes, it's changing but, over time, but, but like, but I mean. To relate to you, right? Like, yeah. like I told you earlier, we were playing golf. You know, when I was younger, my father told me, he said, son, if you're going to be in business, that's a game you need to learn. Right. I didn't see, I didn't know anybody who played golf. Right. So to me, it was just like, what yeah, are you, what whatever, are you talking right. about? Right. Same thing with investing, real estate. Right. I've never really known. That's why I was so inspired really by you. Yeah. Um, anybody who I could sit down, talk to and, 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 and had a relationship yep. with who was doing that and, and not just doing it, but obviously being successful about it. Yep. So that's why I know you were inspiring to me. W- what was that like for you? Were, were you looking around? Were like, yeah, no, no. Um, I was just looking for anybody that was doing it that sure. I could learn from. Um, but I knew once I had figured out how to do it, sure. that I wanted to be that a person that somebody saw and said, oh, well, he's doing that. I know I can do that. Yeah. Right, because it's it's a. I don't think people realize if you, if I mean if you're not brown, it's hard to realize, right? Yeah, like, right, right. like there's a different level of or an additional level of anxiety that may come with this, right? Like, we're not accustomed to having to walk into a bank and say, "Lend me some money to buy this property," right? Barely want to do it for the house that we're going to live in, but sure. now, like, being able to speak to bankers and speak to. Um, uh, other investors and speak to all these people who you may not necessarily feel like you fit in with because nobody around you does what they do or or looks like them like it's a little more intimidating right right and so you know i was intimidated the first time i walked into a bank and i didn't know what to say i mean i, I sounded like 
I sounded crazy. Yeah. When I went, I, I, and I tell people the first time I walked into the bank, I literally walked in with the contract and said, "Hey, can someone help me buy this house?" Like <laughs> with a piece of paper. <laughs> like like that's <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I love right? that, man. Yeah. You know, now I understand when I'm going to walk into a new bank, I have a, a portfolio that shows my experience so that they can understand that I have I've done this before and I've been successful, right? And I understand the documentation that they need and I typically have it ahead of time, well prepared. I know what a profit and loss statement is. I know that they're going to want to see my finance, personal financial statement. All right. I understand these things, but I didn't know any of that when I first got started. Right. So it's okay to not know. Right. Um, don't let that stop you from taking action. Mm. But I also wanted to be a person that would help people realize that, hey, you can walk into a bank and you can be prepared and let me tell you how to do that. Wow. I love that, man. Uh, and again, I guess that goes back to why I think you share the information the way you do, right? Yeah. It's because, I mean, you are this, uh, I don't know, again, it's a game changer for a lot of folks. Uh, I I remember, I think, really peeping a lot of that, checking a lot of that out uh, at the event that we we hosted for you. Uh, Man, people traveled from all over for that. What does that mean to you, man, when when people are like, you know what, Henry's going to be here? And obviously you had some great guests and stuff, too. by the way, my man Lamont, right? Yeah, man. Hey, that, that guy right there. He's a killer, man. He was a boss. That that's one dude right there. I'm sitting here listening to him talk and I'm like, man, I gotta be able to do this. Cause I, I felt like he was like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I felt like you know what I mean, as, as good of friends as we are, yeah. something about Lamont's style yeah. was spoke to me. That's right. You know what I mean? And I I was just again very inspired. And yeah. matter of fact, I think my moment too was I think like, was it the week before, I can't remember when we all got together when we did the interview at yeah. the radio station. Yeah. And I think it was the first time that I was sitting at a table with a group of of, of, of relatively just young people, yeah. young men. Um, and everybody wanted to k- take the check. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm used to, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm you, used to being. You got to do math. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any mozzarella sticks, so I don't want to, I'm not paying $2 for mozzarella sticks. I mean, I didn't know what was getting ready to happen. I'm like, are y'all going to arm wrestle to see who gets this check? No, like, what's yeah, going on, man? Over the check, man. It was, it was just, again, it was just something that I was like, you know what? This is the kind of energy. Uh, that I want to be around, right? Yeah. Like you were saying uh, early in the conversation, and again, just super, super, super inspiring, man, to see you and and and, and you know the people you were working with on that. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, great lineup of guys. I think I follow them all now yeah. on social media, yeah, man. Um, and 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 everybody's telling their story. Everybody's providing, uh, you know, these these these. I don't know, great content, yeah. right? Information, dropping those gems, right? On all different aspects. Because there is a lot. It, yeah. There is a lot it's, to go it's over. A, it's a broad, I mean, real estate itself is a broad topic. And there's a bunch of different ways to get into it. And uh, really, I just like to try to simplify it for people. Because um, I didn't know how to do it when I got started. I just solved one problem at a time. Mm. I solved the problem in front of me. Whatever problem was going to stop me from making progress, I solved that problem. And then as another one come up, I would solve that problem. And I would never tell myself I can't do it, even though all logic may have been leading me to say I shouldn't or <laughs> that I can't, right? Like, for an example, when my buddy called me and he said, hey, I've got a house I'll sell to you for 115 I know it's worth 150 but I have to cl- I, you have to close on it in less than 30 days. Can you buy it? I mean, I only had $1,000 in my savings account, and I had subpar credit. Hmm. I mean... All logic should tell me to say, nah, I can't buy it. Right. But that's based on what I knew. And I know I didn't know everything. And right. I knew people were buying property, even in those same 
financial situations. And so I didn't just let myself say no. I told him, yeah. I said, yeah, I'm going to buy it. He's like, you can close in 30 days? And I said, yep. Wow. <laughs> I had no clue. Wow. I had no clue. But I knew I had a network of people that I could go to to say, hey, help me figure this out. And if they didn't know, then I was going to go to the next place to, ha- to try to figure out how I was going to get that property closed. So I put that property under contract, and that's why I went to a bank because I knew I needed money, and I didn't know where else to go get it. I was sure. like, banks have money. I'll go ask them if they'll loan to me. I know they're going to want some form of a down payment, but I don't know how much that is until I go talk to them. Right. right. We make all these assumptions. Right. Right. You, people say, well, I can't buy a property. I don't have the down payment. Do you know how much the down payment is? Well, I think it's this. Well, go find out what it is. Right, right. Right. Go find out what it is, and then let's figure out how you're going to get it. And so I went and I found out how much they needed, and then I went to my network, and I said, how are you guys finding this money? Because I don't have it. And then they started to help me brainstorm. So you have to start stop looking at your problems as I can't and start looking at your problems as how can I? Because wow. just because you think you can't doesn't mean it can't be done. It just means you haven't educated yourself enough to know how to do it yet. It's always how can I, not I can't. I love that, man. Uh, very good. Very well said. Uh, let me ask you this. So here we are, right? Let's take a step back real quick. Uh, you've, you've obviously been very successful. You continue to, I feel like you just never really take your foot off the gas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, am I right? Cause yeah, I mean, it right. seems that way. I mean, some people could look at you from, from the outside looking in and be like, Oh, he made it like, congratulations. But this doesn't stop for you. Right. You're not done. No, not at all. Not at all. No, I don't. I, I love the business of real estate. Um, I love being able to take something that is neglected or unwanted or beaten, broken, and making it something beautiful again. I love driving through neighborhoods and seeing houses that were the worst house on the block and then seeing how beautiful they are now, seeing kids playing in the yard, right? I'm improving my community. I'm creating affordable housing. I'm giving families a place to live. I'm leaving things better than I found them and I'm helping people. I don't wanna stop. Wow. That, ladies and gentlemen. That's good. That's good. My man, Henry. <laughs> My man, Henry. I tell you what, uh, let me ask you this. Just Here's, here's just an, an odd side question here. Um, to, at the day uh, that we are recording this, yep. uh, the lottery is up to $1.2 billion. That's insane. Are you going to buy a ticket, Henry? No. <laughs> <laughs> no lottery ticket? No. No, don't get me wrong. I played the, I played, you know, the Mega Man's and all that before. <laughs> Uh, it's it's fun to buy yourself a ticket. It's it's when it gets out of hand that you know when you're when you're doing it. Like I have no expectation that yeah. you know, if I bought one, then I'm going to win. But nah, I don't I don't plan on buying a ticket. Man. Well, I'm going to buy a ticket, Henry, and I'm going to go buy some sage. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to do I'm going to do a little ritual. I'm going to walk around yeah. the house. I got me a not I don't just have a rabbit's foot. I got a crocodile alligator foot. I got an alligator foot. I mean, we're taking this thing to the next. <laughs> hey, it's got to be somebody's money. Henry, somebody is going to win. That is true. <laughs> maybe, is maybe true. not. I don't know. At some point, someone will win. Someone will win. Uh, man, Henry, I appreciate this, man. Um, I, I love what you're doing with Independence Realty Group. How often are you inviting people? Because you've done special events before, right? Yeah. So where you invite, you know, people to come, follow you, do yeah. those things. Are you are you still kind of doing that? Or I haven't done a live event in a while, but I probably will be doing one sometime here. I, well, I know I'm going to do a virtual event soon. Okay, so I'll, I'll keep you posted on that. Uh, we're going to do our first virtual mastermind where okay. we're going to be doing a six-week training on how to invest in real estate so that the, the idea is that once you're done, like you, you've got my whole blueprint, put it into motion, 
and you'll be buying yourself some property. Wow. Just like that, huh? That's it, man. Hey, listen, uh, <laughs> again, one of the people who have inspired me the most, uh, and listen, that says a lot, because I've been, listen, man, I've been around, you know, and, yeah. and I've seen a lot, uh, a full spectrum of, of, of people, of businesses, of, of investments, but man, your story has always stuck out to me, and it's been one of my favorites, and I'm very, very grateful uh, that you are somebody I can call a friend. Absolutely. And I am always cheering for you, and I'm hoping to join the club one day. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on. I know. I know. Ain't Come nothing on. to but to do it, right? That's it. Ain't nothing That's to it. but to do it, man. I've been trying to kick you off the ledge for a while now. Well, you know, there have been a couple little attempts here and there that I was yeah. you know, trying to, but, you know, situations ever-changing, right? Yeah. Ever-evolving. But uh, I'm definitely trying to, I'm definitely trying to, you know, have more of these conversations, man, yeah. and you know, man, maybe we can both pull up in one of them fancy cars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I got a Benz, but you kind of showing off over there, man. <laughs> How fast you take that thing? Can you uh, say that? Nah, nah, man. I don't, I don't. I drive the speed limit at all times in mm. Northwest Arkansas, mm. Mister Officer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard that? I wish I, I wish I had a, a bullshit. Uh, sound I don't know if I've got one. Of there it is. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Y'all can laugh. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Henry, uh, I just want to again, man, just uh, thank you so much, man, for joining me. It's always a pleasure, man. How can folks find you again? Yeah, man. You can reach me at the Henry Washington on Instagram. And uh, if you go to www.henrywashington.com, I've got a free book on how you can start leveraging these small banks to buy property so you're not spending all your money. Free book? Free? Free game. You're giving them the game, Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, my brother. All right, man. Thank you, sir. Hey, thank you for tuning in. A lot more sit-downs coming up, man. Of course, this this episode sponsored by Independence Realty Group. You got more of that coming up here. We're going to plug in some audio for you to check out. By the way, love what you're doing with the financial freedom segments on The Vibe, man. Love that. That's super fun. I'm glad I get to do that, man. What a blessing. (laughs) Henry Washington, y'all. Once again, give it up one more time before we get on out of here. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Insert cash or select payment type. Do you want to be financially free? Well, it's time for your financial freedom tips with Henry Washington of Independence Realty Group. Find Henry on Instagram at the Henry Washington. I know thinking about all the investment asset classes can be overwhelming, and many of you probably know which one starts to resonate with you the most, but it may be overwhelming to think about, well, how do I learn all I need to know to be able to do this? One of the best ways to do that is just to surround yourself with people who are successful in that asset class. You can surround yourself physically with them by people in your local area who are doing it, and you can surround yourself virtually by following people on social media or taking courses and education from people who are good at doing it. When you're surrounded by people who are successful at the thing you want to learn, it helps you understand what's truly possible. Because a lot of the times we will tell ourselves we can't do something, and it's really because we just don't know how to do it. But when you see somebody that's doing it well every day, like it's just riding a bike for them, and you get around that person, you'll start to see how you can do it, and you'll believe you can do it too. This has been your Financial Freedom Tip of the Week with Henry Washington of Independence Realty Group. Find Henry on Instagram at the Henry Washington.